With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. His help in washing the canvas. Just as we were engaged with it, the spy came up and stood on a rock exactly over our heads to watch us. Therefore, to delude him, I took the canvas and spread it before his face on the top of the rock to dry. He stayed his own time and then marched off. Still, I was jealous of his intentions, which induced me to carry the canvas when dry straight back to the city, an incident that greatly discouraged my comrades. We also procured a small quantity of provisions and two goatskins full of fresh water. In the meantime, I paid my patron my wanton visits, kept up a fair correspondence, and duly gave him his demands, while I secretly turned all my goods to ready money as fast as I could, and putting it into a trunk with a false bottom, I committed it to the charge of Mr. Spratt, who faithfully preserved it for me. The place which we chose for joining the boat together was a hill about a half-mile from the city, thinking by that means the better to descry the approach of danger. When the pieces were united and the canvas drawn on, four of our number carried the boat down to the sea, where, stripping ourselves naked and putting our clothes within, we carried it as far as we could wade, lest it might be injured by the stones or rocks near the shore. But we soon discovered that our calculations of lading were erroneous, for no sooner had we embarked than the water came in over the sides and she was like to sink so that some new device became necessary. At last, one whose heart most failed him was willing to be excluded, and wished rather to hazard the uncertain torments of land than the certainty of being drowned at sea. However, the boat was still so deeply laden that we all concluded that it was impossible to venture to sea. At length another went ashore, and she held her head stoutly, and seemed sufficiently capable of our voyage. Taking a solemn farewell of our two companions left behind, and wishing them as much happiness as could be hoped for in slavery, and they to us as long a life as could be expected by men going to their graves, we launched out on the 30th of June, 1644, a night ever to be remembered. Our company consisted of John Anthony, William Adams, John Jeffs, John the Carpenter, and myself. We now put to sea, without helm, tackle, or compass. Four of us continually labored at the oars. The employment of the fifth was bailing out the water that leaked through the canvas. We struggled hard the first night to get out of the reach of our old masters, but when the day broke we were still within sight of their ships in the haven and roadstead. Yet, our boat being small and lying close and snug upon the sea, either was not discovered at all or else seemed something that was not worth taking up. On all occasions we found our want of foresight, for now the bread which had lain soaking in the salt water was quite spoiled, and the tanned skins imparted a nauseous quality to the fresh water. So long as bread was bread, we made no complaints. With careful economy it lasted three days, but then pale famine, which is the most horrible shape in which death can be painted, began to stare us in the face. The expedients on which we fell to assuage our thirst rather inflamed it, and several things added to our distress. For some time the wind was right against us. Our labor was incessant, for although much rowing did not carry us forward, still cessation of it drove us back, and the season was raging hot, which rendered our toil insupportable. One small alleviation we had in the man whose province it was to bail the water out of the boat. He threw it on our bodies to cool them. However, what with the scorching of the sun and the cooling of the water, our skin was blistered all over. By day we were stark naked, by night we had on shirts or loose coats, for we had left our clothing ashore, on purpose, to lighten the boat. One of our number had a pocket dial which supplied the place of a compass, and, to say the truth, was not ill-befitting such a vessel and such mariners. 
by its aid we steered our course by day while the stars served as a guide by night and if they were obscured we guessed our way by the motion of the clouds in this woeful plight we continued four days and nights on the fifth day we were at the brink of despair and abandoned all hopes of safety thence we ceased our labor and laid aside our oars for either we had no strength left to use them or were reluctant to waste the little we had to no purpose still we kept emptying the boat loth to drown loth to die yet knowing no means to avoid death they that act least commonly wish the most and when we had forsaken useful labor we resorted to fruitless wishes that we might be taken up by some ship if it were but a ship no matter of what country while we lay hauling up and down our hopes at so low an ebb we discovered a tortoise not far from us asleep in the sea had the great drake discovered the spanish plate fleet he could not have been more rejoiced once again we bethought ourselves of our oars and silently rowing to our prey took it into the boat in great triumph having cut off its head and let it bleed in the vessel we drank the blood ate the liver and sucked the flesh our strength and spirits were woefully refreshed and our work was vigorously renewed leaving our fears behind us we began to gather hope and about noon discovered or thought we discovered land it is impossible to describe our joy and triumph on this occasion it was new life to us it brought fresh blood into our veins and fresh vigor into our pale cheeks we looked like persons raised from the dead after further exertion becoming more confident we were at last fully satisfied that it was land now like distracted persons we all leapt into the sea and being good swimmers cooled our parched bodies never considering that we might become a ready prey to the sharks but we presently returned to our boat and from being wearied with the exertion and somewhat cooled by the sea lay down to sleep with as much security as if it had been in our beds it was fortunately of such short duration that the leaking of the boat occasioned no danger refreshed by sleep we found new strength for our work and tugged hard at the oar in hopes of reaching a more stable element before night but our progress was very slow towards evening an island was discovered which was fromontaire having already seen majorca at least some of our company who had navigated these seas declared that it was so we debated long to which of the two our course should be directed and because the last discovered was much infested with venomous serpents we all resolved to make for majorca the whole of that night we rode very hard and also the next being the sixth from our putting to sea the island was in sight all day and about ten at night we came under land but it consisted of rocks so steep and craggy that we could not climb up whilst under these rocks a vessel approached very near let the reader conceive our apprehensions after all our toil and labor of being seized by some turkish privateer such as are never off the seas thus we were obliged to lie close and when the vessel had passed we crept gently along the coast as near as we durst to the shore until finding a suitable place to receive our weather-beaten boat we were not insensible of our deliverance on reaching land though like men just awakened from a dream we could not duly appreciate the greatness of it having had no food since we got the tortoise john anthony and myself set out in search of fresh water and three remained with the boat before proceeding far we found ourselves in a wood which created great embarrassment my comrade wished to go one way and i wished to go another how free and impotent a being is ma'am that we whom common dangers by sea had united should now fall out about our own inclinations at land yet so we did he gave me reproachful words and it is well that we did not come to blows but i went my way and he seeing me resolute followed the path led to one of those watch-towers which the spaniards keep on the coast to give timely notice of the approach of privateers afraid of being fired on we called to the sentinel informing him who we were and earnestly requesting him to direct us to fresh water and to give us some bread he very kindly threw down an old mouldy cake and directed us to a well close at hand we drank a little water and ate a bit of cake which we had difficulty in swallowing and then hastened to return to our companions in the boat to acquaint them with our success 
though not necessary to leave the boat we did not do it without regret but this was lulled by the importunate cravings of hunger and thirst therefore making her fast ashore we departed advancing or rather crawling towards the well another quarrel rose amongst us the remembrance of which is so ungrateful that i shall bury it in silence the best tomb for controversies one of our company william adams in attempting to drink was unable to swallow the water and sunk to the ground faintly exclaiming i am a dead man after much straining and forcing he at length got a little over and when we were all refreshed with cake and water we lay down by the side of the well to wait for morning when it was broad day we once more applied to the sentinel to point out the way to the nearest house or town which he did directing us to a house about two miles distant but our feet were so raw and blistered by the sun that it was long before we could get this short journey over and then the owners of the house concluding from our garb that we came with a pilfering design presented a fowling piece charging us to stand the first of our number who could speak the language of the country mildly endeavoured to undeceive him saying we were a company of poor creatures whom the wonderful providence of god had rescued from the slavery of algiers and hoped that he would show mercy to our afflictions the honest farmer moved with our relations sent out bread water and olives after refreshing ourselves with these we lay down and rested three or four hours in the field and having given him thanks for his charity prepared to crawl away pleased with our gratitude he called us into his house and gave us good warm bean pottage which to me seemed the best food i had ever eaten again taking leave we advanced towards majorca which was about ten miles distant next morning we arrived in the suburbs where the singularity of our attire being barefoot and bare-legged and having nothing on except loose shirts drawn over our coats attracted a crowd of inquirers we gave a circumstantial account of our deliverance and as they were willing to contribute to our relief they supplied us with food wine strong waters and whatever else might renovate our, our exhausted spirits they said however that we must remain in the suburbs until the viceroy had notice of our arrival we were called before him and when he had heard of the account of our escape and dangers he ordered us to be maintained at his expense until we should obtain a passage to our own country and in the meantime the people collected money to buy clothes and shoes from majorca they proceeded to cadiz and from thence to england which they reached in safety several expeditions at different periods were fitted out by different european nations to chastise the pirates the emperor charles v in the plenitude of his power sailed with a formidable armament in the year fifteen forty one and effected a landing without doubt he would have taken the city if a terrible storm had not risen which destroyed a great part of his fleet and obliged him to re-embark with his shattered forces in the greatest precipitation the exultation of the algerines was unbounded they now looked on themselves as the special favorites of heaven and the most powerful army which had ever attempted their subjection had returned with the loss of one-third their number and a great part of its ships and transports prisoners had been taken in such abundance that to show their worthlessness they were publicly sold in the market-place at algiers at an onion a head for nearly a century after this little occurs of note in algerine history except a constant system of piracy in sixteen fifty five the british admiral blake gave them a drubbing the french were the next to attack these common enemies of europe admiral duguesne commanded the expedition and after bombarding the place a short time the day himself soon began to be terrified at the destruction these new engines of naval war made when an unfavorable wind arising compelled the fleet to make all sail for too long relieved from the terror of immediate destruction the algerines returned to their old ways making descents on the coast of provence where they committed the most dreadful ravages killing burning and destroying all that came in their way the day also recovered not only his courage but his humor for learning what a large sum the late expedition against his city had cost he sent to say that if louis would give him half the money he would undertake to burn the whole city to please him the french accordingly sent a new expedition under the same officers the next year duguesne again sailed and in front of the city was joined by marquis d'affranville at the head of five other stout ships 
a council of war was held and an immediate attack resolved upon in consequence of which the vessels having taken up their stations a hundred bombs were thrown into the town during that day and as many more on the following night when the town was observed to be on fire in several places the day's palace and other public buildings were in ruins some of the batteries were dismounted and several vessels sunk in the fort the speedy destruction soon determined the day and janissaries to sue for peace and a message to this effect was sent to jugame who consented to cease firing but refused to negotiate regarding terms until all the captives were taken fighting under the french flag were given up as a preliminary step this was agreed to and one hundred and forty-two prisoners immediately sent off in the meantime the soldiery becoming furious assassinated the day and elected a new one who ordered the flag to be hoisted on the city walls hostilities were now renewed with greater fury than before and the french admiral threw such volleys of bombs into the city that in less than three days the greatest part of it was reduced to ashes and the fire burnt with such vehemence that the bay was illuminated to the distance of two or three leagues rendered desperate by the carnage around him the new day ordered all the french captives who had been collected into the city to be cruelly murdered and binding father vacher the french resident hand and foot had him tied to a mortar and fired off like a bomb against the french fleet this wanton piece of atrocity so exasperated Dugain that laying his fleet as near land as possible he continued his cannonade until he had destroyed all their shipping fortifications buildings in short almost the whole of the lower town and about two-thirds of the upper when finding nothing else which a naval force could do and being unprovided for a land expedition he stood out leisurely at sea leaving the algerines to reflect over the sad consequences of their obstinacy for several years after this they kept in the old piratical track and upon the british consuls making a complaint to the day on occasion of one of his corsairs having captured a vessel he openly replied it is all very true but what would you have the algerines are a company of rogues and i am their captain to such people force was the argument and in seventeen hundred captain beach falling in with seven of their frigates attacked them drove them on shore and burnt them expeditions at various times were sent against them but without effecting much and most of the maritime nations paid them tribute but a new power was destined to spring up from which these pirates were to receive their first check that power was the united states of america in seventeen ninety two his corsairs in a single cruise swept off ten american vessels and sent their crews to bagneo so that they were one hundred and fifteen in slavery negotiations were at once set on foot the day's demands had of course risen in proportion to the number of his prisoners and the americans had not only to pay ransom at a high rate with presents marine stores and yearly tribute but to build and present to the day as a propitiatory offering a thirty-six gun frigate so that the whole expenses fell little short of a million of dollars in return for which they obtained liberty for their captives protection for their merchant vessels and the right of free trade with the algiers the treaty was signed september fifteenth seventeen ninety five and from that time up to eighteen twelve the day continued on tolerable good terms with congress indeed so highly was he pleased with them in eighteen hundred that he signified to the consul his intention of sending an ambassador to the port with the customary presence in the washington a small american frigate at the time lying in the harbor of algiers in vain the consul and captain remonstrated and represented that they had no with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.